I love a good humph, harumph kind uh, of sound, you know, just a guttural response. <laughs> yeah, I really, um, I have adopted them a lot more into my speech. And I really, it's weird, but I have to uh, like credit it to Bob Belcher. <laughs> like, <laughs> I know it came from that show because it's so often you're just, it's like, mm. it's just like mm. quick little, and it's just like, mm. I know, I know that's where it came from. Well, I'm proud of you for giving credit yeah, where thanks. credit is due, man. Yeah, that's how g- gooey my speech is. It could just be that impacted by an, a fictional character. Uh, yeah, I'll do that. I'll, I'll, I'll halfway like something, a TV show or a person from real life or a book, and I will just adopt everything about their speech. Yeah, we remember. I think we all remember your British accent <laughs> face. <laughs> I mean, and, and to be uh, fair, that one comes ago. and goes. It, it will come back. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, it will come back. It will come back. Uh, wow. So I want to talk a little bit about, uh, you, you've been busy, man. Yeah. And you're a little mush-brained right now. I've, yes, I'm in rare sorts today <laughs> um, because I am a mishmash of overworked and tired, uh, over-caffeinated and passionate and supremely itchy. Um, And all of these three things together make, uh, do not a uh, smooth path make, we shall say. Um, No. I got, so Hunter and me cut this sweet ass like fairy trail through Mm -hmm. the woods. Mm -hmm. We just got like a, on a whim. We've talked about it for years and we were like, let's, fucking do it oh hell yeah on saturday and it was like magical so many magical things happened with this trail like somehow we did it all in a day i don't even know how but it's perfect and i sent you a picture of it somehow for some reason where we chose to cut the path has a sunken wooden threshold that was right exactly at the opening so crazy um and and that was great it was wonderful uh i got covered in chiggers Mm. again Mm -hmm. um and and said this time of them being on the backs of my legs and the backs of my knees and like they're they're it's like i'm wearing an underbust set of stays an underbust kind of corset of and so it's like it's where everywhere an underbust corset would be and so every all my clothes like i everything touches them yeah and it's just nightmarish and if you've ever had chiggers you just you just you know how awful it is and i'm mad this has happened again because this just happened to me last year i'm so pissed like like, right under the tit area kill me if i get itchy there luckily take me out luckily so in the front it doesn't go up that high it does in the back so it's kind of behind my shoulders in the back but in the front it kind of is more like around the like the belly button you know mm. um but then it goes up on my ribs and it's just my whole fucking lower and it. mid back it sucks so hard hate it. Hate it. but i i just was like i've got it i'm i looked it up and it was like you like there's not much you can do for you no, you have you to just it. but it was you have to endure it yeah and or you take benadryl <laughs> <And> <laughs> okay so, so this is why I the was, benadryl okay all right Yes, this is why the Benadryl, because I was awoken Sunday morning, or I guess this was Monday morning at 3 a.m. on fucking fire with itching. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, I, it's like my eyes snapped open, and it was just all-consuming. It was were you, everything were that I was. Were you scratching yourself in your sleep? 
I don't know. I had been tossing all over, I think, um, and which is just going to activate everything. So I just woke up and was like, I just, I guess I'll just move to the couch for a bit because I can't sleep. I don't know what the fuck I'm going to do. And I just walked in and took two Benadryl at three in the morning. <laughs> so like Hunter is going to leave for work, which at this time I've been up for an hour always. He like knocks on the door and he's like, I, uh, I'm heading out. I'm like, I took Benadryl at 3 a.m. <laughs> <laughs> As, as a treat. <laughs> and it, so I, like yesterday, all I could do, I, I spent all day yesterday on the couch taking Benadryl at the allotted doses per Great. time. Okay. And just sleeping on, or, and just, or holding perfectly still mm, on the mm, couch. Because mm, mm. if I lie down perfectly still, it's not so bad, but when the Benadryl wears off, I don't know if it's psychosomatic or if it does work, but it's like, it gets worse. Oh, yeah. So I've not actually taken any today, but I still feel like I have. But you pair that with, I'm diving deep into Cushiel's Dart. It finally arrived. My book got here yesterday, which is giving me not that much time mm. to prepare for Thursday. So, dude, it's tabbed. I got like all, I got tabs in my fucking book i know what the colors mean i was wrong before what i told you they were going to mean i know uh -uh. what they mean now orange is direct dialogue in okay. which i'm Ooh. referencing the book so like hit, passages hit direct hit you remember that song and no and oh. green is where we're going to stop so i'm using green as my markers to like oh. know where we're going to stop okay and then pink you know what pink is yeah you know what it is bitch you know what it is bitch if yeah. you are interested yeah. in tagging along, because uh, you may or may not have seen that absolute crazy-eyed photo of Macy on the private <laughs> Patreon <laughs> Facebook. Where, it's uh, how I feel on the inside right yeah, now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You looked you looked very excited that the book was in. Uh, join us on patreon.com slash WBAH podcast. And Macy's going to start reading me Cushiel, the Cushiel series, or at least the first book anyway. And uh, yeah, we're going to see how everybody feels about it. But bro, yes. so many of y'all have, have are on this. I'm so shocked and awed and excited for the reception and mm -hmm. how many of y'all have bought copies and are planning to like go along with it. Um, super excited about it. And again, this is Cushiel's Dart by Jacqueline Carey. Um, such a good fucking book. And uh, anyway, if you want to do that, read along. And that's where yeah. a good piece of my brain is right now. Um, and and I, I lost some time this week spending kind of two days on the couch, very sleepy. So like this topic this week, I really wrapped up research for realistically, like not long before <laughs> our time to record, but too long into it to change to something yes. simpler oh. which is kind of embarrassing because this is supposed it to be happens. a clarifying topic because i was wrong last week or wrong a couple of weeks ago when i uh -oh. said that cucumbers are melons they're <laughs> not <laughs> thank god i i could not live in a world where that was where that was true there's something far more Cute sounding, uh, but uh, this turned out to be a surprising historical topic, as I should have known that it was. Um, and I, we'll see how bad it fuck it up. We're going to find out today. Uh, but I couldn't change to anything else. I, uh, I take that to mean that you were talking about cucumbers today. Oh, I am. I am talking mm -hmm. about cucumbers cool. today. And listen, we've got special guests today. Oh, good. 
Good. I mm-hmm. love it when we have a, a special guest. Uh, yeah, we'll I have couple. no special guests. Well, no, I just talk about it, dude. But he's not really a guest. Uh, I'm going to talk about Rodonite. 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 Is it R-H-O-D-O-N-I-T-E. Rhodonite. I love an R-H-O word. I Or an R-H, like mm-hmm. kind of like rhododendron or rhubarb. I love or that. Rohirrim! <laughs> Did I send you the thing that was like, what do your egg eyes see? No, you didn't. <laughs> it's so stupid. It's that scene and Aragorn's like, Megalos! What do your egg eyes see? And it cuts to him and he's got eggs for eyes and he just goes, eggs. <laughs> it's so stupid. It's so stupid and I love it so much. But everybody shut the fuck up because before we start, we have a warning for you. Ooh, it is the last day to get that print. If it's day going by your last day. Oh, God, Macy. God damn it. God fucking damn it. You know what I keep getting on my phone now? I keep getting these, like, alerts. These alerts about Creed. (laughs) Thanks a lot. (laughs) Every time I swear to God, every time I open my phone, it's like, Creed teases a new tour. That is not my fault. You're the one who went on the music video rabbit hole. I don't want to hear shit from you. but I'm mad and I need someone to play. You ruined your own algorithms. <laughs> but I'm going to start screenshotting them and sending them to you because you need to suffer along with me. But they're always so stupidly titled. It's like, what new, what new teaser? Do we? They use tease a lot with Creed. It's creepy. Anyway, um, go okay, get the okay. print. If you like the album art for this episode in the past few episodes, it's the last day. If you've been putting it off, Get your hand out of your pants and go do it. WBAH. Go do it. Printshop.com. Uh, and you know, go, yeah. uh, when we say we're serious with these with these things going away, you know we're serious. Never. So serious. Never like deeply, back. deeply. There is not a well deeper than how serious we are. And I, I know serious. how a lot of people have probably heard us say that and been like, oh, they're kidding. Obviously, it'll come back as like, yeah, we're cool. We're nice. You something. know, we're pretty chillaxed dudes a lot of the time. We're immovable on this. Yes. At this point, it's just out of spite. Yeah, yeah. It's keep it, spite keeps us alive. Spite keeps yeah. these prints from coming back. No. <laughs> Can you imagine? We're trying to bully people into buying the prints. Like, <laughs> oh anyway. god but in in all in like whatever it, it the, they do in tonight yes uh if you do want it snap it up wbhprintshop.com uh all all over the world we ship these things too so if you are a an international bean whoa uh if you're a savory bean i guess instead of a sweet bean um <gasps> we we ship to you is that how we're doing that well, remember we, we talked about apparently like the Eng, like the like in England or whatever in Europe like a lot of times that like it's more savory beans with like the breakfast and whatnot and like we're like baked beans here are like sweet and syrupy. Uh, I mean, it's not foolproof for the whole world, but it sure. worked kind of as a bit. Okay, okay, yeah, I get it for the bit. You know, yeah, yeah, for the bit, for the bit. You know, it's not for the bit. What? Um. God damn it, I wish I had something cooler. Our Patreon shout-out segment. Okay. Okay. Uh, <laughs> it is a bit, though. We do make this a bit. 
It is a bit, but we're not. But you know what? You know what's not? Stephen H. isn't a bit. Stephen H. keeps the podcast going, keeps the lights mm. on. They keep clothes on the backs and food on the mouths. Nice. Uh, of your two girls, Mavis and Doreen. Oh, may we be eternal, Mavis and Doreen. Um, okay, what, Stephen like H? Spooky Is that what we had? Catholic stuff. Yeah, Spooky H. Spooky H. <laughs> Stephen H. <laughs> spooky Mulder. <laughs> that irritates me to no end. That's the dumbest fucking nickname i hate it so much why would they call him that pick a better name molder spooky molder i can just see i can see scully kind of like saying it like in that downcast way when they're like interviewing her like what she knows about him she's like they call him spooky molder i hate it molder anyway Um, Stephen h you need to sing it in the in the theme of the x-files Stephen. H H H Stephen H That was our most uh creative, I guess. I yeah, definitely. I think thus yeah. thus far. Yeah. That's the way. I did Thanks a lot of wiggling to get that Stephen H out. Like in the in the gut, I did a I did lot, a of, lot like, of torso shimmying to do that. I would, yeah, I was. I did like some gut thrusts. Yeah, yeah. Fun. Okay. What are you talking about? Uh, rhododendron. That's right. It's not what you're talking about, though. You're talking about something not no. called rhododendron. No, but I love to say rhododendron. It's one of my favorite um, words because I, I, I know that. I know that about yeah, it. Yeah, it tastes really rhodonite. Rhodonite. Mm-hmm. Who goes uh, uh, and you go first. first? Oh fuck! You sure right. do. Okay. <laughs> oh fuck! <laughs> That's okay. That's probably for the best. Before my sleep depravity, which I'm not even really deprived of it, but like I am somehow. Before it kicks it's... in, and it's just like you've not been awake for more than six hours at a time in three days. Don't you want a nap? Okay. <laughs> that sounds like a uh, like a video game choice. Do you? It that? should be. Yes, no. So, um, all right. I'm talking to you about cucumbers. Are you ready to hear uh, all about them? The melon. You're not not a melon, but I thought it was. <laughs> but I was wrong. And but in my head now it is a melon. So thanks for working that in. Melon. Melon. So. As I mentioned above or earlier. I'm sorry, but how did Gandalf not get that? Uh, Hey. How did he not piece that one together? He's still the gray, you know? He's more more laid back and fun loving. It was was written. uh, Okay. Okay. You ready? Okay. So. I'm sorry. I I know. As as I mentioned, these cats aren't melons, but we're going to learn about what they are. And, uh, you know, well, if they're if they're not melons, then what are they? Well, they're a botanical berry. Okay, so you're just gonna have to take that and swallow it and accept it. And they are swallow it not whole, just like any botanical berry. They're what's called a peepo. Fuck no, off. I can't. I wish I cannot. A peepo? I think it's cute. Yeah, they're they're technically cucumbers are a botanical berry called a peepo. And, um. So you, I can't you decide know that if now. it's stupid or cute. It's both. 
Yeah. It's absolutely both. Either way, though, they're not really like a vegetable in that. Like they're they're a, they're like a berry, which is interesting, but it kind of makes sense, you know. Uh, and cucumbers, so they are a creeping and or climbing vining plant that utilizes these sweet ass little spirally grabby vines that uh, oh, yeah. that reach around, take hold, and the plant can either continue cl- or like crawling on the ground or climb up things. Uh, they're really cool. They're very sticky, the little grabbies. Um, especially if they like wrap around each other. They're very sticky, but like you can also like just help train the plant by like guiding them, kind of loosely wrapping them around the thing a couple times and they'll figure it out. They'll like grip it. Uh, and then there's the you cool know, videos of like vining like, plants that do the swing around in a circle. Oh, yeah. Until yeah, they yeah. hit something. Put it in fast motion. Yeah, it's real cool. Oh, yeah, baby. Peepo's a cute name for like a, a pet. Peepo. I just love it. I think Peepo. it's cute. I mean, I don't like it a little bit because it reminds me of like boobos from like the plague. But if I just choose oh. to not think about that, it's cute. I was just thinking of like pee pee. Well, hey, there you go. That's why I kind of don't like it. Yeah. So there's reasons. You know, if you don't like it, I get it. Hmm. And is PP better than TT? Infinitely. Okay. Oh, yeah. Good to know. Uh, So first of all, so the modern varieties of cucumbers that like we see in the grocery stores today, uh, they're very different from the OG cucumbers of yore way back like the banana just like the banana yeah very similar to the banana uh cultivated or cultivation seemingly starting back around 3000 years ago uh in or around kind of the himalayan region uh in india and or near india and so the first cucumbers would have been smaller uh, and more bitter and there was they had a higher concentration of something called a oh my word <laughs> cucurbitacin uh cucurbitacin this is all made up i know cucurbitacin listen it's a it's a terpene it's a tetracyclic terpene and it, it it can make you sick if you have too much okay oh and like it probably you know it's not going to kill you but it will feel like you got like a pretty nasty bout of food poisoning which sometimes that'll just make mm. you wish you were dead you wish you were dead like oh yeah oh my god i remember the first time that i got a stomach bug and it was like the day before i had to walk the stage in fucking college to graduate and i'd never experienced it before there'd been multiple times growing up that rustin and mom had gotten one and i just never did i got i don't know Mm. this time i did though and it went around my house that i was renting with my roommates and i do remember just like at 4 a.m in the throes of it all just being like i could die i could I could die. I, you know, just misery. You know, I could just, I could just die. I could just, you know, like how cows do, just be like, maybe I could just, just lay down. Like I'm done yeah. with this shit. Yeah. It's miserable. Yeah. It's awful. You know, like a lizard can just turn its brain off and just be like, I decide to stop living. I'm done. Yeah. Like it's nothing's I'm worse done. than food poisoning. It, it's it's just, oh God, it's awful. And so, anyway, modern ones aren't going to have nearly as much of that either. Uh, So, like, they've just been bred for a lot of reasons to be as palatable as they are now. And it did not take long for the cucumber to spread. It eventually made its way to China, to Thailand, uh, eventually to Rome and Egypt and 
getting on into Europe and then it spread through colonization to Haiti and then spread from there. I mean, like we're going to get into it. It's they spread all over the world. And it's in all kinds of cuisine when you think about it. Yes. Yes. It's in everything. It's everywhere. And so we'll get into there's some debate, however, on the accepted timelines of when certain areas got the cucumber. Um, Mm. And we'll get into why that is later. And I have a good got the people i've got a good thick academic paper to reference yes. that makes me sound like i know yes. things um Wait, do you have it or does a guest have it no no oh no no neither of our guests <laughs> would do oh, that okay. yeah <laughs> no um <laughs> so anyway according to some arguments the cucumber was super revered in rome right emperor tiberius Needed them cukes on his table every day. Had a little little shrine to the people. Loved, people worship. loved it. Loved them. Oh. And naturally, that's like, okay, well, that's tricky back in the day when we've got things called seasons. How are we going to get this emperor, these cucumbers every day? Well, and so gardeners kind of employed a very simplistic sort of greenhouse system. Uh, so... Daddy Emperor could have his fucking gherkins every day. And... (laughs) (laughs) Oh, how good are pickles? Oh, Oh, my God. And I... Which, I know that these are polarizing for folks, but I love a sweet pickle. I love a sweet gherkin. I love a bread and butter. I really love just about any sort of pickle that is possible and any pickled thing. Period. I will fuck with just about a dill pickle and that's it. Oh, God. I Miss me with that sweet. Miss me with that bread and butter. Miss me with them. Well, I don't know if I'd like a, a spicy dill. Sure. But. Dude, spicy bread and butter pickles are so fucking good. Now, what is a bread and butter pickle? What is it? What, what makes a bread and butter pickle? A bread I don't know why that pickle. name came from. I don't know why they. I don't know why it's called that. That's my bread and butter. That's my bread and butter. <laughs> You're fucking oh god did you see the movies about to come out what we can't get into this right now but that would be fun simp cat material dude 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 fucking oh my god i was just about to say fucking metalocalypse movies absolutely shut up yes because we could like we could like (laughs) three-part it condense a couple seasons per episode Mm. because they boom 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 burn through like crazy and then like build up and then simp cap the movie oh my gosh oh my god just food for thought Let us know if you'll think if y'all want one. Oh, all oh. right. So anyway, Ooh. Macy, answer the fucking door. Someone's here. Pliny the <laughs> Elder. Oh, hell yeah! And Pliny's gonna sit down in a minute because I'm gonna introduce what it is that we're talking about with Pliny, and then he can he mm. can take the podium. Mm. He'll wait. And yeah, so. Yeah, yeah. We'll close the door on him until he gets uh, Yeah, 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 yeah. And uh, this is from his writing, The Natural History. Uh, a bunch of Roman numerals, and I'm not as good enough at him to know. But anyway, the title is Vegetables. Just make it up. Oh, actually, I'll do it. I'll let him speak it. Vegetables of a cartilaginous nature. Cucumbers. <laughs> pea pones. <laughs> Okay. Okay. In talking about uh, the Emperor Tiberius's love for the uh, the the people, we have uh-huh. 
Indeed, he was never without it, for he had raised beds made in frames upon wheels by means of which the cucumbers were moved and exposed to the full heat of the sun while in winter they were withdrawn and placed under a protection of frames glazed with mirror stone. So that's a really cool way of talking about a greenhouse grow bed. I was, yeah, I was going to say that's a sick ass way to describe. Also, can you imagine being so obsessed with one particular food that you are, as he says, never without it? Never without it. Yeah, got to have it. And uh, so we have a use of the word that we now know them or as or as they are classified as i don't know if this is for the for yes i don't know if this is for the first time or not uh but it was the (laughs) earliest source and everything like any sorts i would find would be like pliny the elder said that this was and then it's like okay that's the same fucking source so when the cucumber acquires a very considerable volume it is known to us as the peepo cucumber Pliny, I have a question for you. Hmm. Pliny the Elder, did you mean to call it that? Or did you like have a slip of the tongue and now we just, you pretended like, like that's what you meant to call it? Cucumbers when eaten remain on the stomach till the following day and are very difficult of digestion. What? Still, for all that, in general, they are not considered very unwholesome. Uh, so... They just sit on the stomach. They sit on, which is not true. They actually, I like, there was no, there were corrections that were like, it's actually, that's not it. They digest. I love how you could just say things. Well, that's what I'm going to get to in a little bit that kind of muddies up why the path of the cucumber is perhaps not as clear in human civilization. So. He then, this isn't really super relevant to anything, but he just goes on this argument to no one, like, of a point that I don't, (laughs) it's so funny. Like, he really states this case for a small thing that is, like, made up when it comes to cucumbers anyway. It just really cracked me (laughs) up. So here we go. By nature, they have a wonderful hatred to oil and no less affection for water. And this after they have been (laughs) cut from the stem even. If water is within a moderate distance of them, they will creep towards it, while from oil, on the other hand, they will shrink away. If any obstacle, too, should happen to arrest their progress, or if they are left to hang, they will grow curved and crooked. Of these facts, we may be satisfactorily convinced in a single night even. If a vessel is filled with water and placed at four fingers distance from a cucumber, it will be found to have descended to it by the following morning. But if the same is done with oil, it will have assumed the curve of a hook by the next day. They hate oil. Why are you on about it this hard if you have obvious... What? I... I don't know. It cracked me up. I don't even. Why are you? Why are you stating such a case? Like of all of the claims that you make, why is this the one that you go in so hard on and trying to explain? So hard. Like they're bad for the digestion. This is what I mean. Like here's a paragraph about how they hate oil. I feel like back in these days, you could you would just say something, and then like someone in the crowd would be like, I don't know if that's true. So you just fucking double down. Yeah. It, it's interesting. So along with hmm. this, though, you can see the wheels coming off a bit in a few places because 
Pliny starts getting uh, there's some there's some lines crossing um, on things that are being described as cucumbers that are either melons or gourds. In one case, perhaps something such like a pumpkin. Uh, so we have okay. uh, him saying the name given to this variety is mellow people. <laughs> These do not grow hanging, but, but assume their round shape as they lie on the ground. A thing that is very remarkable about them, in addition to their shape, color, and smell, is the fact that when ripe, although they do not hang from the stem, they separate from it at the stalk. So that's like a pumpkin. That's like what pumpkins do. Mellow people. Mellow people. Okay. That is like a Pokemon. That's cute. Mellow people. Mellow people. Yeah. Mellow I people. I can just hear Professor Oak being like, oh, a mellow people. <laughs> wow. Well done. So. <laughs> <laughs> you were close. Fucking asshole. So in, in his confidence, however, Pliny is describing all sorts of different things, you know, that. And eventually, some fun remedies that really, mm. dude, I got a little chuckled because there's a, there's such a strong theme when it comes to Pliny, and uh, they'll help with that. They'll help with them eye problems. Oh, no. They'll really help with them eye problems. <laughs> there's no snakes involved, though. <laughs> okay. Okay, good. It's always snakes or rubbing things on her eyes, or sometimes yes. snakes rubbing their eyes on things. On things. You know, uh, ah. but this would range not only from that to things like scorpion bites uh, and Whoa. mice infestation, which I feel like the mice would just really like them and would eat them. Oh, snap down. Yeah, it's delicious. Snap down. And uh, as well as infertility, um, which we'll come back to that um, later, maybe from a more metaphysical standpoint. But I don't know how they meant oh, it in a medical standpoint. You fucking that cucumber? That's what I wondered. Anyway, Pliny the Elder, everyone. Mm. And this was a long time ago because Tiberius was the second emperor of Rome, apparently, hopefully, ruling from 14 to 37 AD. So long while, long while ago, that would have cucumbers in Rome like uh, 2000 years ago, you know, and mm -hmm. that all might be wrong, though, because... According to a pretty thick academic paper called Occidental Diffusion of Cucumber, Cucumus sativus, 500 to 1300 CE, two roots to Europe. Oof. You know how they have them titles. And Boof. this was written in 2011. And it proposes that there's some misidentification at hand here. And in fact, uh, many of the historical sources, you know, we have that put cucumbers on the map way early in Rome, for instance, like the Pliny writings. Uh, there's evidence that they were being referred to as like misidentified, you know, perhaps something such as the snake melon. And... Oh. What's snake melon? Well, it's similar to a cucumber, but it is actually so a melon. There are snakes, and yes, and it. One could see how they could be easy to mix up, honestly, uh, especially when you have like sometimes crude drawings or descriptions like of them. You kind of have to really snake melon. You got to dig deep, yeah. And they they look they look a lot like a cucumber, and oh, like a lot. Wow, so. It's like a cucumber and an okra had a baby. It looks delicious. And 
Hmm. We must also remember at this time, like you made the point earlier, you could just sort of write shit, you know? And that's Dude, not... I would be so prolific. Oh, my God. In this shit. Oh, Dude, all the time. If you could, if you could go back and just and just be like, mm, that is the Peepolius nefarious. And if you eat it, you die. Yeah. And if you're talking about a potato, just just say things will kill you and you'll get so rich, dude. Well, and you can just draw such wonderful inferences. Like one time you saw a snake <gasps> rub its head on something and you're like, it cures blindness. Just because exactly. you think that. Oh, my God. You know? Beautiful. Such freedom. And really, time. you get an example of that. And it's not to say that these weren't great thinkers. These were observers of the world that were paying attention and trying to solve things. However, they didn't always have the context that we have now. And we're really having to just stab at stuff. And yeah. you yeah. do see that in this section uh, written by Pliny the Elder, the uh, cartilaginous fruits or whatever it was called <laughs> hated that title and there was like a whole section that was generally like i've heard so and so over there is doing this or they discovered one over there which is interesting but it's not necessarily reliable because he's kind of just being mm. like yeah like there's i heard tell from over in this land that they have cucumbers that are the size of horses Jerry said yeah like yeah. what and so it's interesting. And some of the, you know, it's just, but you kind of have to take it with a grain of salt, you know. And that makes it so there is a debate on how soon the cucumber actually made it to places like the Mediterranean and like the rest of Europe. Regardless, mm. though, cultivation of cucumbers did spread. And records Whoa. of cultivation appear in France in the 9th century, England in the 14th century, and North America by the mid 16th century. So the Spaniards brought cucumbers to Haiti in 1494 and in 15. So like by um, 1535, uh, there was Jacques Cartier, a French explorer, uh, found, quote, very great cucumbers grown in what is now Montreal. So that's how far they had spread Wonderful. in that time. Like they they really spread. They spread quickly, um, which is not only just because of the spread of cultivation, because they are a good food-producing crop and water-producing crop. They're very hydrating. Uh, birds can spread. And, like, it's a very interesting thing, like, how much, like, birds cannot be discounted in the spread of plants uh, over an area because they poop them seeds out. And they might fly they a really long way. They them seeds, brother. Yeah, they do. And so we... Now, we're going to France. We're talking about King... Was it really good cucumbers? Really great. Very great, great. cucumbers. Very great. Very okay, great. Good, good. good. Yes, <laughs> the best cucumbers. So, mm. King <laughs> Louis XIV, uh, I hope, because I'm shitty at Roman numerals again. I Listen, I meant to look it up. So, they had a big... Listen, King, King Louis XIV... Had a big-ass vegetable garden. Uh, <laughs> apparently, I mean, he didn't tend to it. He was not Farmer King uh, mm. at all. Uh, no. Mm. Um, Farmer King. But Farmer George. apparently there was a, a big... <laughs> 
there was a big passion for food. Uh, and also this was uh, allegedly, apparently, I shouldn't say allegedly because I think it's fact, the longest reigning monarch in Europe uh, coming into the throne at five and he died like in his 70s. So he was like Whoa. on the throne for a long time. Anyway. Uh, this garden that I also did not look up the friend's pronunciation of. But those of y'all listening to Simp Cap coming up are going to be so proud of me. I'm like preparing the names and getting help from like a native speaker. And I'm trying, but I didn't have time today. So we have like Le Potager du Roy. It's the best I have for you. And this was... I love De Roy. And this is the big vegetable garden. And uh, it was built between 1678 and 1683 by Jean-Baptiste La Quintini. Uh, and he was the gardener hmm. at Versailles. And he was appointed director of all royal fruit and vegetable gardens. And with this task, um, he was okay. to build this million square foot garden. Uh, real big. And one of the many fruits and vegetables grown there was the cucumber. And uh, Quintin borrowed the same technique and uh, kind of adapted it to grow cucumbers with like the kind of under the glass, that method, as we talked about earlier. Mm. So... Or what did Pliny say? Frosted something? It was like mirror stone. Mirror stone. Badass. So cucumber is a word that is in a lot of, there's a lot of different, like, it's in a lot of languages. And this has been a plant that has just been super widely cultivated starting from a long time ago. Uh, there's writings in it appearing, uh, like, about cucumbers or they're referenced in the Epic of Gilgamesh. Uh, so, like, way far back. And there is potential evidence, potential evidence. It's not for sure, but there's like, it kind of looks like a site ranging 9,000 years ago BC that cucumbers were Whoa. being cultivated, which does push it back further than like the 3,000 years that is currently seemingly what's like known. But like in this site, it's like, well, it kind of looks like they were cultivating cucumbers, but it doesn't seem like it's sure fire. Uh, but mm. I've got a cocktail fact for you. Ah, cocktail fact. The world earned a new phrase a surprisingly long time ago with John Gay's poem, New Song on New Similes, published in 1732. And it said, cool as a cucumber could see the rest of womankind. And that took off from there. So 1732. Cool as a cucumber. Yeah, I don't really quite understand it. It's cool as a cucumber could see the rest of womankind. So I, I couldn't find the whole poem, which I feel like the surrounding context would probably maybe help. Um, but either way, people mm. liked it so much, uh, they ran with it and the phrase took off. So now you know, that's where it came from. 1732, that's how old that is. Cool as a cucumber. It makes me think of that delicious spa water you get at fancy places. Well, I'm going to talk to you about that spa water later. Oh, hell yeah! And anyway, well, actually, let's get into it. Let's talk about the metaphys because I literally can take no more history. I, I fumbled through that enough. Cucumbers. I think it was great. They're like 95% water. They're yeah. water babies. Well, they do love water so much. They do love water. I've heard if you put some three fingers away from it, they'll, they'll run towards Though it. They will. They'll reach towards it. Uh, cucumbers mm -hmm. are cooling, soothing. Oh. And hydrating. Ooh. 
And mm. uh, so we're working with some some watery some watery energy here. Uh, they, <clears throat> gosh, something is, <clears throat> something is in my, oh, <clears throat> oh no, oh no, Macy? There is no dispute to be <gasps> made, but that they are under the dominion of the moon. Oh. Though they are so much cried out against for their coldness, and if they Ooh. were, but one degree colder, they would be poison. <laughs> the best of Galentists hold them to be cold and moist in the second degree, and then not so hot as either lettuce or purslane. They are excellently good for hot stomach and hot liver. <laughs> the unmeasurable use of them fills the body full of raw humors, and so indeed the unmeasurable use of anything else doth. Untold tales. Unmeasurable use. Man, I am lightheaded. I don't know why oh. I feel like that. Macy, you know exactly why you feel like that. He did he, it on cucumbers? He was, here. he was here. And he had a lot to say about the degree of coldness. <laughs> what? Dude. Wow. Dude, can you imagine? One degree colder and they would be poisoned. Like, what? And this is another example. Like, what are you talking about? What? Yeah. Like, you go- so, like, what if it gets a little bit cold one night? Does it forever turn into poison? Is it poison? I don't know. I don't know. I don't know if they know. But Um, it is good for hot stomach and hot liver. And hot liver. You know the ones. Hot liver! So, there's ties to Venus and ties to the moon. It is without question that they are ruled under the dominion of the moon. What do you say they're, like, cried out against? Yeah, people hate them because they're so cold, apparently. Which, <laughs> the, uh-huh. yeah. the moon tie, you know, he talked about the, the moon tie, and it makes sense. All that water. They're cooling. They're full of water. Mm. Cucumbers have that, they got them lunar vibes, you know? Yeah. We need a shirt with a cucumber that's shooting out lunar vibes. It does, yeah, just shooting yeah. them out. Uh-huh. So, on that note, yes, they are also phallic in nature. We got to address it. We, we got to talk, talk about, about it. it. It's like a whole thing, you know. It's also, it's called I, the Peepo. Come on. It's called the Peepo. Come on. <laughs> so, people. what's interesting with that, though, is that the cucumber is a really neat blend of energy. Mm. It's kind of got it all going on because it does have that lunar kind of energy going on to it but it it also has these solar quantity or solar 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 <laughs> the word totally left my brain it has solar qualities you hit for a very long time it's uh 
because it can it it can really uh, it can really be quite uh, voracious in oh. its spread and production. Ooh. It can be quite virile, but it is also mm. quite it, it just it it really it's a full spectrum of energy, and that's Violet really Bridgerton interesting. Was voracious with her spread. Yes, she she was dangerous. I asked a footman to lie on top of me today. <laughs> Oh, Violet. <sighs> Dude, do you ever do you ever remember that we covered that whole series on Simpcap? Like- Dude, I, sometimes I think about Simpcap and I just I just think, wow, we talked about Farmer Once a Wife for so long. Wow. I totally forget about Farmer Once a Wife. Like I forget that we did that for 12 weeks or 10 I won't let you forget cuz I keep tagging you in Alan's I TikToks. Know. I wish you wouldn't. I love it so much. It causes me actual core contracting pain every time you do it. Uh It just hurts me. Yeah. There's no self-awareness, and I Uh, hate it. mm. Anyway, because of this, he was. You know what? As I I was with this topic, too, I was wrong. Okay? Mm. You, you, You know what? Growth. We're allowed to admit yeah, when we're wrong. I can okay. admit it. I was wrong. Um, <laughs> and because of this, they, they're, this is a good thing, food, to work with, or item, magical thing that you can use for fertility work. And this could be if you're really trying to, like, do baby making magic, or if you're wanting uh-huh. to bring fertility of a different kind into your life. Cucumbers can be on your altar. Uh, you know, and... So this kind of like I'm going to take a little detour here because like, I'm, we're going to come back to this fertility element, but I'm kind of setting us up for a little kind of little like spell, self care spell that yeah that yeah you yeah, do yeah, here. yeah. And so you know, as I mentioned, you could use a cucumber physically on your altar, or you can put some on your eyes. You can put them in beverages and foods. We're talking about cucumbers. You can fucking do anything you want with them. They're a, a yeah. water food. I what mean, just whatever. Work? And people have, yeah, you know, don't do that. Don't don't do don't it, though, because it, if it breaks and gets stuck up in there, listen, yeah, yeah, you don't yeah. want to deal with it. Not to mention they can be abrasive. So you just oh. just get you something but, that is listen, not that. If the cucumber broke up in there, you'd have the most hydrated little butt. It would. It would just it would just all absorb. Yeah. Aww. Yeah. Hydrated little butt, huh? Wow. Little butt. Okay. So, uh, (laughs) uh, with the note on the eyes and the ties Mm. to Venus, because they are tied to Venus as well as to the moon, uh, Mm. we're talking about beauty and glamour and, you know, just those kinds of just beauty magic and we we've seen the you know in a practical sense and in, in movies and and blogs everywhere you see the cucumber slices on the eyes you know to yeah. to soothe the skin and help with puffiness and and dark circles i did see one article and this really cracked me up so much it was like it specified you needed to slice the cucumber and not just put the whole thing like on the bridge <laughs> of your nose across your eyes you sure that really got me. So, anyway, Can you imagine you go to a spa and they just put the just whole set cucumber. the whole thing on your face. Yeah. <laughs> oh. 
But it got me thinking. It got me thinking about a little spell, a little manifestation self-care spell that you could do for yourself that wouldn't really take that long. You know, this is something that you could kind of you could slip in when you got a few minutes of free time. You know, if maybe you're going to do a little little self self care something, and uh, adding uh, it went in her, adding a (laughs) adding a magical twist by tapping into the energy of the cucumber and uh, the cooling lunar nature of it, but also the uh, the very virile solar powers of hell yeah the cucumber, and as I mentioned. They're they voracious growers. Like I, all of the cucumbers that I've had this season are from one vine, and it has taken over the entire trellis, and I'm having to give them away. Like uh, yeah, one, you've had a cuke problem. I've had a surplus of the cuke, and that's just from one. And they're the more you clip them, the more they produce. So it's like they. The more you go out there and harvest, the more they shoot out more cucumbers. They just want to produce. They're making peepos right and left (laughs) all over the place. And given the room and the nutrients and the water, they will grow like crazy. And it is amazing to see how much space that they can take up. And this just this gusto that they have for growth, but it's neat when you apply the cooling, more watery, soothing moon type energy angle that is a very large part of this berry, which I just got to remind myself now and again. Mm-hmm. And it's <laughs> to help to keep a help to keep a cool head, you know, like balancing out these the energies and just coming from a foundation of just like I'm. I got it. I got it all. I am so, I am cool and hot. I'm fired up and calm. I'm ready. And what I was kind of like thinking, I was like, man, it wouldn't it be nice? Like, you know, you kind of, because we, you mentioned the cucumber water, you know, you uh, got the cucumber water mm, and you can yes. have that. That's something that you can make at home. If you got, if you got you a cuke lying around and in this spell, you do, you've got a cucumber. And you're going to slice it on up, okay? You're going to slice it on up, and you're going to put some of those slices in a nice Mm. glass of ice water. Mm -hmm. And if you want, you can kind of mull them around with your spoon there a little bit, kind of infusing the flavor. You can throw a couple little mint leaves in there if you want. Cucumber mint. Fox. And, you know, just kind of get. And then you can get your little slices, you know, and put them over your eyes. Get you a lot, like, you know, have your drink by you or get like a fun little straw so you can just kind yes. of sip, sip while relaxing. You a know? beer hat. Oh, yeah. And yeah. in this state, allow yourself in the state of self-care. You've got, you know, your eyes are cooled. And this is a cucumber. So you got it out of the fridge. So it's Ooh. nice and cold, you know. Yeah. You've got the slices on your eyes. And you've got the water that you're drinking. So you're infusing yourself with the water, with these energies of, you know, this kind of steady but ready to go fertile energy and allow yourself to dream here in this space, to manifest, to create the path or the goals that you would want to see reached at your plan. Try, you know, like to start building that out and 
when we do this, it's just kind of we're infusing ourselves with this energy. We're in that calm, soothing space. But we have the gusto coming from the cucumber as well to just bring the energy in, the magic of this plant to help just give like a gu- like a gust of wind behind our dreams, you know. And all the while we have the cool level-headedness of planning them. And I just think that sounds like a really nice kind of like ritual to start something new. And it's with like a good, steady, cooling, calm place. Uh, Because generally, at least in my experience, I've always better been served by a slow burn. Uh, mm, mm. I also like the coming back stronger if you clip it so it's like hey oh look, yeah I'm, like manifest this dream and hey look you can knock me down like i might take a couple of hits but like i'm gonna come back with three thousand oh, yeah. peepos in your face yes yeah. i'm gonna become a problem after, <laughs> like it's it's awesome and you're gonna have to give my people away yeah <laughs> yeah and so another thing, so cucumbers are classically green, and with this you can apply color magic to them because it's always neat to eat and drink the energy of a color, if you think about it like that, which a lot of magic is just thinking about things in the place and time that we are in, and if we remember to do so, you know, like, mm-hmm. and that's something that I forget about a lot. Like, you know, I was thinking like when I eat, like if I eat like a spoonful of like the blueberry jam that I made, which is just like this deep gorgeous like burgundy purple if i just eat that i'm just like eating the essence of deep burgundy purple and that shit's a mood that's that's awesome you know and it's neat to think like that just to bring that whimsy in on the day-to-day and we get that with color magic and we get it with our foods i love eating things for like their magical purposes it's just like you're just like putting it in you and it's like i'm taking all of it i'm absorbing it and that's pretty cool yeah. So you eat it and absorb its powers. Yeah, that's how it works. And maybe we can look at cucumbers in a different way, not just as a mundane vegetable, because no, uh, it's a peepo. It's <laughs> maybe we can remember there's a lot of special stuff going on here with these guys. And the next time you slice them up and you throw a little salt and lemon juice on them, you know, as a little oh. snack, allow yourself to dream. When you do, as you munch on your cucumbers, contemplate the future as you would like it to be or your ventures, endeavors, whatever it may be, uh, because maybe those dreams will blossom, climbing all out, reaching out feelers, just Mm. like a single seed will turn into a monstrous problem of cucumbers. (laughs) I'm going to be a problem for you. (laughs) (laughs) And that's cukes. Oh, clap, 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 clap. Thanks. Uh, thank you. N- thank you, Nicholas Culpepper. Thank you, Pliny, the elder. Yes. And thank you. And Nancy. thank you to Thanks the listener that very sweetly tagged me in a post and was like, uh, peepos, apparently, um, which inspired <laughs> this topic. So thank you for that. <laughs> I've thought about the word peepo a lot since I learned Peepo. it. <laughs> oh, man, you have armed me with a dangerous weapon. <laughs> <laughs> oh i'm about to make everyone in my life sick of people Peep, it's, right. it's gonna be everywhere huh. charlie you're gonna have to listen to me before you get going on talking because we gotta we gotta talk about the sponsor of today's epito- episode episode cute Epitaph. twitchy uh like we gotta return return sponsor 
very, 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 very good friend of the show. We're talking about the show loved by the beans, loved by the beans. And for good reason, we're talking about Blessed Be Magic today. And they have got some sweet new things. Now, if you are new around here, if you crawled out from under a rock, Blessed Be Magic uh, creates minimalist jewelry for powerful witches. And these pieces are broom closet friendly. Um, They are, oh, sorry, tasteful, uh, real world applicable. Again, this isn't your giant pinnacle and a goat head costume necklace. I don't know why yes. goat head was the first thing that I thought. <laughs> Which is fucking my ad. Can we swear? Do we swear in Blessed Be Magic ads? I feel I like I don't we do. know. I think so. But I'm into mm. it. Uh, but these are for when you need to perhaps need or want to be a bit more discreet, to have your talismans a bit uh, kind of closer to the chest, uh, perhaps mm-hmm. li- literally or figuratively. And we are talking about a couple of a couple of really fun pieces, fun designs today that have been rolled out from Blessed Be Magic. I snacked. I snacked. I <laughs> snagged. Okay, let me say it again. I snatched up a piece of the Lilith collection. There is now a dedicated Lilith collection, which makes I, yep. my heart sing. Uh, I got the mini pendant. This li- sorry, I got the Lilith sigil mini pendant. Um, pendant is a hard word for my mouth to say. I'm not sure why. Uh, but within the Lilith collection, we have the Lilith sigil mini pendant. We've got bracelets. We have Macy. Listen, you know what we're talking about? We're talking about anklets recently. There's a. Lilith I'm so anklet. excited about the anklets and the bracelets. Uh! Ah, I'm so into it. I'm so excited. I love an anklet. (laughs) And for your convenience, there's a set where you save like 20% and it comes with the necklace, the anklet and the bracelet. So you can be fully decked out in Lilith power. If that's uh, somebody you work with or perhaps like an energy you want to embody or hell, if you just think Lilith is uh, is cool as such as I think. I I too got a piece of the Lilith collection. I got the studs, uh, the little uh, oh. the earrings. Big fan. They're a little bit bigger than the mini studs uh, mm-hmm. that we've talked about in the past, like the the cute little uh, like Ankh and Eye of Horus sets uh, and whatnot that we've talked about in the past. But they're still a tidy size. I got the rose gold, and they have a cute little they have a cute little shiny little gem, little stone in them. Mm. Um, I, it's it's really I, I put them in the moment that they arrived, and I also got a little something something else, which was the little gemstone pentacle ring, which is very <gasps> discreet. It's very cute. Yes. It's very tiny, and uh, I I've just worn it. I've worn it every day because it's comfortable. I slept I've slept in both of these pieces a lot just because I forget I have them on because they're so slim and delicate that I you routinely just don't notice. I routinely sleep in my Blessed Be Magic uh, jewelry. Now, I'm not sure if that's <laughs> that's coming from me. I don't think that's necessarily recommended, uh, you know, but I can tell you I have not taken my Eye of Horus out of my ear since I put it in a year ago, maybe, maybe more. Uh, and I, it just kind of rocks, just kind of rocks up there. But I wanted to yeah. talk about, you said you got the pentacle gemstone ring. That's the one that's got the little black stones on it, right? Yeah, it does. It's cool. Sick. It's got little black, little gemstones, uh, in the band there. And 
a little pentacle in the center with a, a little cubic, I think a little cubic zirconia in the middle. And um, it's super cute. I love it. And it's the one I've slept in, which I usually can't sleep in rings because mm. I don't just... Uh, oh, so the crystal is a moissanite stone and the uh, the black stones are cubic zirconia stones uh, going Moist around night. it. and uh, But this is a very slim, delicate tidy little ring and it's i put my rings through things i've put like lotion on and it's gotten covered yes. in lotion and shit and yeah. it's fine yeah yeah that's that's what i wanted to touch on because they are very delicate and tasteful and slight and classy but they <laughs> again just from my own experience can take quite a beating <laughs> Yes, they absolutely can. And I'll be the first to tell you that I'm rough on my jewelry. Like, yeah, it's sure. just how I am. I'm kind of a dirty person. I'm out in the garden or I'm out <laughs> in the fucking woods getting covered in chiggers. I'm I'm doing <laughs> things, you know, uh, and it holds up. They These pieces always do. And I just think that's really, really nice when you're looking for your talismans in particular for pieces that are going to have symbols uh, or, or in the shapes of symbols mm. that, you know, they're going to mm. last for a really long time. And they're, at least for me, and everything irritates me, they don't irritate my skin. And that's, I've never that's been huge. Irritated. Yeah, yeah. Never and once. I, and I'm never have I seen irritated. a tarnish, anything. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but don't just take our word for it. There is almost... 1500 five star reviews. That's a lot of five star reviews, my guy. It's a lot of five star reviews, and you guys get a code. So, if you want to check out Hell some yeah. pieces for yourself, if you want to hit up that Lilith collection, if you want to take a look at them anklets, if you want to look at this gemstone pentacle ring, you can hop on over to Blessed Be Magic with a K dot com to type in the code WITCH BITCH, all one word, all caps, 15% off. Fat fifteen off, dude. Fat fifteen, love a fat fifteen, dude. Let's all let's bring let's single handedly bring anklets into the mainstream once more. Let's all go get an anklet. <laughs> Everybody get an anklet oh, and yeah. uh, enjoy that anklet. Look down at your mm. little foot, your little ankle, and look at that anklet and be like, "That's hot." Because be anklets like, yeah. are great. Yeah, and and you know, uh, just speaking of looking at it and reminding yourself, I, that's another thing that just here at the end here that I want to I shove in, I want to shoehorn real hard, real quick, is just the way that this jewelry more than any other jewelry that I have when I look at, I'm like, oh yeah, I'm a fucking witch. Oh yeah. yeah. I've got this eye of Horus in my ear. Oh yeah. And they've become supercharged with that energy because I just never yeah. take them off my body. Yeah, they do. They become, they become seasoned with mm. you. Oh, ooh, yeah. Now I'm wondering what the essence of Charlie is, and I don't. And it's I don't pretty know. good. The essence of Charlie is good. All right, I'll take it. Yeah, yeah, huh? Yeah. Well, season yours. Don't you with forget your it. Essence. Oh God. <laughs> yeah. Believe in your essence. Trust your essence. Nourish your essence. <laughs> Nourish it with people. God. <laughs> Unless Again. it's one degree colder. Yeah, unless it's poison. Again, that is blessed be magic. That's magic with a K dot com. Type in the code which bitch for 15% off. All right. I need you to talk to me about Rodonite. Did I do Rodonite. it? Rodonite. 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 I'm, I'm gearing up. It's manganese. I can't tell you how much I love the word 
manganese. It's I a like manganese, the word manganese mineral. Uh, <laughs> so it is often found around other manganese minerals. However, this one stands out because it is eye-catching. It is Ott's emo realness. It is classic. It Dude, it is hot pink and black. It is Aberlene's oh, time. Oh, Tell my me, God, that doesn't this give you matched with my. Do you remember when my bedroom was black, white, and pink? I do. I do. Before it was pink. Before it was green and, green. and pink. Yeah. God, I lost myself for a while there. <laughs> wow. Look at this. Tell, I love this. It looks. I, I love it too. It gives me such early Hot Topic vibes. It I, does. I, I'm a big yeah. fan. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It makes me feel like watching Invader Zim. And yeah. uh, I don't know, listening to, I, I hate to say it again, but have some Avril Lavigne pop in some Avril. Hey, we Listen all know here. that that was a big record for you. Uh, you know what? And I don't. <sighs> it's okay. Okay. I'll take, yeah. I'll just let that, I'll let that lie. Yeah. Um. So anyway, this is a uh, rhodonite crystallizes in something called a triclinic system. Anyway, it, it forms in like these prismatic or tabular style crystals. I know, because that's a different kind from the monoclinic. Remember when we yes. did the whole fucking geometry shit? That's a, I yes. kind of remember this. This is a different kind of structure. Uh, and it is, and this is the first time I've seen it range like this, but on the Mohs hardness scale, it is a 5.5 to a 6.5. I've never seen that before. Have you? That's a big range. No. I don't know, man. It's a whole point, a whole point of range. Uh, but it does mean that is mo- it is moderately hard. It is relatively resistant to scratching. So it is pretty good for jewelry. Uh, this is used. What was mostly. the number again? 5.5 to 6.5. Okay. Uh, cleavage. Rhodonite has poor to imperfect cleavage. Wow. It doesn't have mm. perfect cleavage. You know what? And I can relate with that. Hashtag. Hey, me too. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I have poor cleavage. I've, I've got it's imperfect. I, you know. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but that means if you break it, it's not generally going to be like a smooth break. What did we do last time? That was perfect cleavage. That it's the same one. It was a uh, uh, creedite. Creedite, right? Yes. The reason my uh, search is, or my suggested articles are all fucked up. Yeah. Uh, but if you break it, it could be kind of splintery, jagged, uneven. That cleavage is not perfect. It's not perfect. Uh, but as I said, are you whispering to me? I just said it's not perfect. Oh, but yes, I was. So I was weird. whispering. But no, the way it came through though was like in my ear holes. Like it was oh, like you, cool. like you were here. It was very creepy. Um, I'm behind you. I'm turned around. Boo. Rhodonite is, uh, like I said, it's well known for its pink and like distinctive, like black that cuts through it. Now, this can range, the pink can range from like a hot pink to a a rose red, which is not nearly as cool to me. Uh, And sometimes instead of the black veins that run through it, they're kind of more on the brown side. Um, And there are also streaks of white that run through it. However, all of this to say, it's a very eye-catching stone. So as you can imagine, for a very long time, this has been used for jewelry 
and for uh, little fig little figurines and setting setting you apart. You know, I have the fancy stuff and you don't. Uh, it no. was first discovered discovered in Ural or the Ural Mountains of Russia in the 18th century, uh, and the name rhodonite is derived from derived from the Greek word rhodon, meaning rose. Okay, cute. Uh, Russian influence. Um, I don't know why I just said Russian influence. <laughs> there we go. I'm going to move on to my next point. No, uh, Russia has significant influence uh, in the her early history of the of the stone. It became very popular in the 19th century because of you may have heard of this this dude, a Russian jeweler by the name of Karl Fabergé. That's Whoa. right, Fabergé, famous for creating the uh, the famous the famed Fabergé egg for all the Russian like like the, the higher ups. Um, he really liked rhodonite, and he prized it, and he incorporated it into some of his most famous uh, creations, such as the coronation egg and the lilies of the valley egg. What do your egg eyes see? <laughs> Eggs eggs dude i know that they're fancy and i know that they're this and that and the other i have always thought faberge eggs were a little silly i i'm just throwing that out there they're an interesting guy they're beautiful like i i think it's because we get a dose of it because we grew up seeing uh like i don't know if you ever went to like friends houses or whatever and like they had the knockoff yes. ones all displayed that you could and open it's like, crack open yeah it's and like that's something that's in. not yeah. real yeah <laughs> Um, yeah, I'm sure if I was ever in the presence of a real Fabergé, though, my brain would melt and I'd be like, oh, <laughs> yeah, I'm sure it's, forever. they're supposed to be beautiful. Yeah. I, I, no, I, and that's the thing. I think of... they're beautiful. I just, why eggs, Why an egg? Yeah, why no, I get you. I'm, I have the same question. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Um, 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 but he, he liked to do really delicate little works with rhodonite. Uh, and this helped to elevate it to a gemstone of choice amongst the elites, the elite class of Russia. Uh, and it became synonymous with, like, lavish la- lifestyle. Uh, so as you can imagine, it became very expensive and it be- quickly became something that only the very rich could have and the very powerful had. Um, which is funny now because it looks like just some, like, blue-haired scene chick would just like have a have it wrapped around her lighter or something i don't know like it just it, it just does yeah. not look i cannot associate this stone with fanciness is what i'm trying to say i can't you know, associate like, you it you know the necklaces that you would wear that were really long because you were supposed to double it up so it was a choker yes. but then dangled down long like i see oh, yeah. one made like that that's what i see these like pink and black stones yeah egg. exactly do you I had remember so many those little rubber bl- bracelets that looked like it was like silicone and it looked like somebody had piped them out and they looked almost like Hershey kisses, but they were like spikes, but like silicone. Yes. Spikes. Yeah. But they were squishy and every yes. hair in the world stuck to them. Yes. Yes. Yeah. I mm-hmm. had a black and pink one that that makes me think. Yeah. I never had one, but I always wanted one. And I remember the there was a black and pink one and a black and green one that I thought was fucking sweet. Sick. And they were like black the big thick, the cuff, you know, that yeah. like snapped around yeah. your yeah. wrist because this yeah. was the time of yeah. like the, the cuff and the sweat bands that said like oh. ACDC, which I had, uh, you know, and wore. 
I had one that said I heart tater tots because my mom bought it for bought one for me and my boyfriend. Okay, but I'd wear that right now. I'd wear that Listen, fucking now. I wonder if that was because of the Napoleon Dynamite years. I was just about to say yes. It was at the it was at the height of the Napoleon Dynamite. Uh and she, okay. she bought it. And I remember I loved it. And then I remember like my boyfriend at the time, he was like, was like, Oh yeah, that's cool. And then later my mom was like, Did he not like that? <laughs> They I've always like, really felt sad about it because <laughs> he was just like, yeah, okay, cool. Um, Do you not see this masterful creation, my guy? <laughs> oh, wow. Uh, oh, geez. Uh, Rhodonite found use. <laughs> it's used in, in industry as well uh, because it was used as a source of manganese again. That is used in steel production. Um, I think something else, but I have here steel production, and I think I forgot to make note of the other thing. <laughs> but it, there Great. you go. It was important yeah. uh, for metal Very on making brand for today's episode. Uh, I don't know. Dude, look it up. <laughs> if you want to know about this, why are you coming here to this show? Yeah. Come on. Uh, okay, so the most popular thing to do with rhodite has always been to make beads, pendants, bracelets, carvings and sculptures for your house. Uh, however, it is also used in inlay work to be crushed up or cut into small little pieces and to kind of uh, do, do inlay work on wood or metal or even other stones. So keep an eye out for it because it makes its way into a lot of stuff just being like the inlay that you might not even notice is there. Uh, it also, for a time, was pretty popular for uh, rosaries, the beads in uh, the prayer beads in rosaries, because yeah. of its. You also see it in uh, formalas. Okay, yeah, 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 uh, and that is the association with compassion, healing, and spirituality, which we'll get to later. Uh, if we're talking about now, this next part comes with a huge disclaimer. Y'all know I don't usually like to talk about the medical stuff. Talk to your doctor, blah blah blah. But for a history standpoint. Uh, this stone has been used for uh, imp improving blood circulation, according to some beliefs, wearing or holding it near the body may help to boost your blood flow. It also may or has been thought to in the past uh, support your immune system and strengthen mm. your natural defenses and respiratory health question. Hey, throw it in there. Uh, yeah, I just, it just said was like, supports the lungs and make it, makes breathing clearer. Okay. Great. Cool. In a metaphysical sense, though, uh, the, <laughs> the, what you're going to find rhodite or what you're going to use rhodite for is, uh, 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 sorry, I kind of lost my place in my notes. Okay. It's, uh, yeah, highly regarded for its ability to heal those emotional wounds, and to help promote a balance when we're feeling a little out of sorts, when we can't pick an emotion to, to settle on because of uh, things like traumas, reliving traumas. You know, if you're mm. sometimes if that's something from your past, you know, some days are better than uh, others. You know, so mm. if you have the day where it's like, I'm totally fine. I'm terrible. I'm totally fine. I'm terrible. You know, we can kind of help bring a little bit of balance to that with a road night. Uh, and it also helps to alleviate some of these emotional wounds by encouraging self-love, 
self-acceptance, compassion towards yourself, uh, others too, but mostly this is a stone that sort of turns inward and helps us heal ourselves. Okay. It can be used in rituals to, um, do you ever just go, what is my life? Yeah, I did it earlier when I couldn't think of that <laughs> word that started with an S, but I don't remember anymore. <laughs> S-sapipos? I, um, I really, I don't remember. I just brought an S sound out forever. Oh, that's right. In, in that moment. S- yeah. <laughs> uh, okay, let's see. Rhodonite is used in rituals uh, focusing on letting go of grudges, which let me tell you, I have such a hard time with. I am mm. not generally someone who easily lets go of grudges because I do not have the want to let go. You know, you can't like get over an anger or you can't let go of a grudge until you truly want to. Um, yeah, I, I mean, oftentimes to. there's some, it depends, it very, very much depends on the situation for me. I, I want to stay um, mad, dude. I, I, I don't usually, I don't feel I stay mad, but I will lose my trust and it's hard to get my trust back. Like, that's more where I would say the kind of grudge I hold to where it's like, I'll just be like, oh, okay, whatever, you're going to act like that. I'm just going to stay away from you. Like, it, it's just like, I don't, mine is trust instead of anger quite so much. I'm just like, mm, that like character display you showed me really makes me not want to just be comfortable with you. And I, it's hard for me to work out of that because I'll have to be like, got to see something that's not that for a while. See, I wish I was more that way because I feel like I really quickly... And like, I, and I've spoken to this as like being a really naive child before in my past. Like, I still hold on to a lot of that. I think because I have had circumstances where people, and you know, there's that saying when someone shows you who they are, believe them. And mm-hmm. I will consistently forget to believe them <laughs> and just be like, <laughs> "But we talked about it. Everything's chill now," you know? Um, yeah. I think the middle ground is somewhere in between. I can go a yeah. little far with it and be like, I, these people were like You're young when this happened or Alan like, you know, these people. Yeah. Except I I will never, he will never regain my trust. <laughs> Ever. Uh, 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 except in those TikToks that I sent, that I keep tagging you in. Yeah. He'll, uh, he especially will never regain my trust because he did earn it because I misjudged him. Dude, how... How did he um, represent himself so falsely? I don't know. I don't know, man. I don't know. He does look good in that duster, though. He does look good in the duster. I mean, some things are true. Some things are fact. They are what they are. It's a fact that if cucumber was a degree colder, it would be poison. Yeah. Um, I mean, that's a fact. We know that. It It, is a fact. You need it for that hot liver. The hot, what does this mean? Okay, whatever. Uh, is, hot, is hot stomach the shits? Or a uh, heartburn, maybe? I don't know. Heart- oh, I bet a cucumber is good for heartburn. I don't know. I don't know what I'm talking about. Maybe it makes it worse. Don't listen to me. Uh, <laughs> speaking of the heart, um, rhodonite is associated with matters of love and compassion and working with it to help us 
gain a greater capacity for love and to help love ourselves more. That pink color, you know, it's hard to see something that's pink and not give it that lovey vibe. Uh, Mm -hmm. You know, and in this way, we can use it to maybe maybe do love spell. Maybe do uh, maybe attract some love. Maybe deepen a love that's already there. There, or you could combine the healing wounds, wounds aspect. God, I can't talk. You can combine the healing wounds aspect to the love and relationship aspect, and you can heal relationship wounds. Uh, as it is believed to bring harmony, harmony and understanding to ah. partnerships. And helping to uh, resolve conflicts and make room for healthier dynamics. Uh, I really liked the tie between Rhodonite and empathy. I think empathy is important. I think it's something that people perhaps need more of. I struggle with it sometimes, but that's because my brain's wired weird. Um, And kind of taking a second to and not to say that i'm not empathetic it's just um you know sometimes i don't know macy you are a self like you are very much empathic so i don't know if you'll understand this but you know sometimes when you're just like oh this is a black and white fact like this person went through a terrible thing that's awful and you know it to be true but then when you think about it and you're like wait hold on let me take two seconds and think about how that would feel then it's like oh fuck and i don't know what's wrong with me in that regard <laughs> but it's like i actually have to put those shoes on and then be like i care now um i i don't know if it's that abnormal i mean we also just i, I think it's pretty normal to especially if there's a degree of distance you mm-hmm. know it is normal almost as a self-protection measure to just not get caught up in stuff um but yeah i mean you know, it, I think it is just if you have the ability to remind yourself to do it and you are capable yeah. of it, you're fine. Yeah, 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 yeah. And and that's more what it is. It's again, it's not it's not like I don't care about anything. I think it's just um, I know people and I know we all know people who are deeply affected by things all the time. Yeah. It's a big reason um, why I can't I'm I don't I don't hang out on social media much. I I'm not right. on TikTok. A lot of that is because I just get very overstimulated by people's yeah. everything. Yeah, um yeah. largely their shittiness, but also just I it's just all too much. I just can't. I can't be around even that many digital people. Yeah, no, I and see and I get that cuz I'll get overwhelmed at the drop of a hat, you know. Um but at the same time I uh I, I think that there's always and, and I'm not again, I'm not just speaking about my myself here right now. I think everyone, no matter the level, can benefit from working on our empathy. Um, because sympathy and empathy are different things. You know, yes. compassion and empathy are different things. Uh, yada, yada, yada. But to really, truly kind of stop and be like, what is this person going through? Or yeah. what would it be like to have this life or yeah. you, you to know, walk whatever. a mile in somebody else's shoes to use a exactly. common it's very saying important. that's a very healthy exercise and i think mm-hmm. if more people did that uh, about things that they are afraid of or things that they don't understand don't like, yeah it would change a, it would change a lot if just yeah. you could you know just think for a second of a different perspective than your own mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, and it's and that's why I try to do that. Even if it's a silly, and this is I'm going to use a silly example because I'm not trying to like 
get super heavy here, but like, even if it's something as silly as like, yo, you know how you get super, and I'm talking to myself here, you know how you get like super into the pineapple on pizza debate and you, you think it's a sin against God? Like, maybe chill out on that. <laughs> and I know that's, that's a stupid fucking example, but you know, just take something you're passionate about and look at the other side of it for a second. Yeah. Anyway. Yes. Sure. And, and sometimes you'll realize, nah, you know what? I'm on the right side of this. <laughs> Uh, I swear so, I have eaten pineapple pizza with you, but I guess not. I had it for the first time with you. Well, what'd you think of it? Did you hate it? I thought, I. you know what? I took a bite and I went, eh. So not, that sounds pretty tepid. I mean, yeah, me. but up until then. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Hey, I'm, a, I'm, you know what? That's a win for me. If I took you I'm... from furious to tepid <laughs> on the subject, I feel like that's a win. We I'm also be, trying if we to could calm just be down. more tepid. I'm I'm trying to calm down about uh my hatred for red velvet as as well. Good because I feel like that's another one that could take a take about at least 25-30% off. That of the, of the heat will I will pop a vein though if I really get going on that. Anyway, uh in that in that in that same direction, Rodenite can help with forgiveness and re- reconciliation. Macy hit us with forgiveness. the forgiveness. There it is. <laughs> I was ready. Uh, so it, it can, it aids in releasing anger, releasing resentment, releasing grudges. And then again, as we've seen, as is a trend with this, as it releases something, it makes room for the more positive side of that thing to move in. So we're letting go of anger, resentment, and grudges, but we're letting, uh, we're making room for forgiveness and healing and, uh, the, the promotion of reconciliation. Let's Mm -hmm. see. Uh, it has a general calming energy that can help bring restful sleep and emotional well-being. Uh, it can offer a little bit of psychic protection uh, by creating a shield around your aura. Tight. So whatever. Uh, but it will help to ward off negative energies and emotional vampirism. Hey, sweet. Need those. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And lastly, Rodenite is associated with spiritual growth. And the development of intuition. It can help heighten our psychic abilities, uh, create a deeper connection to the higher realms, and, um, um, oh, oh god, it's the last thing. Why am I losing my mind? Uh, divination. Spiritual practice. F- facilitate uh, access to your, your intuitiveness and uh, guidance, especially with divination there that was rhododendron goodbye i need you to know that the entire time that you kept saying rhodonite i just could only hear it subbed in to like do you know the song sister christian by night ranger yes do you know that song i just rhodonite What's your prize for flight? And Mr. Right. It's all I could think the whole time. Wow. I'm yeah. glad. Yeah. All I could think of uh, the I only I heard one word, your entire thing, and that was Peepo. Hey, if that's all we get from each other's shit, it's something. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> This is going to be the Peepo episode. <laughs> and Peepo. Uh, I, I think it's applicable that it's this episode where you're mush-brained, and I'm always a little mush-mouthed, uh, and, and 
it's a little messy. I think it's it's appropriate that this is our beautiful review footage that we will now roll. It is titled oh Most Professional Amateurs Ever. Oh, good grief. No, we're not. This is from L.A. Swamp Rider. And I'm assuming that's a Louisiana Swamp Rider. Hello. They say, I've never heard. Oh, no. <laughs> I've never heard two more perfectly suited hosts. Perfect blend of humor, knowledge, and real life. You get me through my job six days a week and help me stay grounded in the craft. I truly do learn from you every episode. Thank you. Keep it up. I would like to remind you, this was called Most Professional Amateurs Ever. That's so sweet. Uh, that is so sweet. Bad at taking, uh, we're too bad at taking compliments. for that. almost said appointments, but that's not the word I meant. We're too bad at taking compliments. To, we will to... take no appointments. Unless <laughs> they are from no Pliny. Pliny the Elder. <laughs> I like how Pliny the Elder knocks on the door and like gently waits for his turn. But Culpepper, he just comes right in which is interesting because culpepper is so wispy and thin and delicate and pliny yeah. is the one who shouts hmm. Hmm. i don't know goes to show you you can't really judge somebody's entire personality on something like that you know you can't it just depends on how they channel through do you okay macy were you ever a, a fan not even necessarily a fan have you ever heard the band bright eyes or Connor, uh, what's his name? Oh, Orbst. I can't say his last name. I know the band Bright Eyes. I can't off the top of my head think of any songs right now, though. Just in the future, it, anyone listening who's aware of that, this is that's who that's who. Um, not Pliny. Uh, uh, Culpepper reminds me of just this kind of wavering, thin, oh, okay, weak voice. Okay, yeah, that's um, right. And that's that's who he reminds me of a little bit. It's very delicate. He's 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 wispy. Yeah, wispy, almost sickly. Yeah, yeah, but he's got all the remedies you could ever want. Uh, you know, I he's got the coldest liver in town, my guy. <sighs> listen here, Which, guys. <laughs> okay, I, I I don't listen. I went in trying to think day. of a way to make it make sense because I was like cold cold liver. Oh. That's good. Oh, but a degree colder is poison. And then it just started making me think, like, what is the line of cold that's acceptable, acceptable what versus poison? I don't know. Anyway, yeah. I'm sorry. Continue. And would he panic if he saw, like, a cucumber in the fridge? I don't like, know. Like, he, when it's he legal. learns what a fridge is? Uh, yeah. Um, anyway, guys, be careful out there. Talk to your doctors before you eat a cold cucumber, okay? Because <laughs> as much as, much as we're laughing at it, I don't want to be the reason. <laughs> It's you don't want you don't want those humors to get you too don't, cold. You don't, want, you don't want those humors. You don't want the smoke. Listen, uh, <laughs> check out our Patreon, patreon.com slash podcast. You can be a part of our Patreon shout out segment. You get the access to that extra content, spells, blogs, other exclusive content. You get the access to the Facebook group and monthly live streams, two or one bonus episodes a month. And of course, the real bread and butter here, the real treat, Simp Cap at the $5 level. That is an episode every week. It's it's a whole other podcast at this point. Uh, it is I a like whole other podcast. When we started it, we were like, ah, we'll just kind of do it whenever we feel like it. But it has truly become one of my favorite we things. It, it, is, it has breathed life into so many ventures of mine. Knowing and, uh, that I get designated time each week to bullshit about things yes. that I'm currently interested in is just mm. the best thing in the world. Especially yeah. like 
things like this that are like pop culture or like works of fiction, like we are getting into on Thursday with Cushiel's yes. Dart, which yes. I am getting to talk about my favorite book of all time t- to you and to everyone listening who is reading. It's like, I can't imagine a better dream. Like I was today when I was tabbing my book, I just like, and I'm having to read this book in a different way because I'm having to read this book in a way that's not just reading it, but like communicating book report. It. Yeah. Yes. And I was noticing so many things that I've never put together before. And I was like, how have I never put this together before? But then I was like, shit, I've got to know things. And so it's like, I'm, <laughs> I'm taking it so serious. I'm so excited to tell this story and uh, support a great author if you want to read along or if you just want to check out the books. It's Cushiel's Dart by Jacqueline Carey. Phenomenal story. And we're just going to have us a little a little reading club over on SimpCap for a handful of weeks. And mm-hmm. uh, you mm-hmm. should you should come over there. And this is for all levels, because Macy, you've read the book twice. This is your third read through. Um, so you're quite familiar. You're the professor here. And I do not even know the name of the main character. So no, all levels, welcome. Um, yeah, yeah. It's all familiarity levels with the material. You can have read it before. You could be wanting to read it. Or you could just want to go along for the ride. Uh, give it give it a listen. I think it's mm. going to be an excellent time. I was reading the section we're going to be covering tomorrow. And there's so fucking much. And I, Which, I by the way, uh, wait. I highly doubt anyone's going to do this much reading in one day's time, but you did publish the reading assignment because tomorrow we are going through chapters one through nine, right? One through nine. Yeah. Uh, so all of the the books are a little bit different. So my hardcover has like seven pages while the mass market paperback has almost like nine, you know, so there's a page variation there. So we're going to do chapters because those are going to be the same for everybody. So for me, That's it's like 76 right? pages or something like that. Um, but uh, yeah, reading through chapter nine, stopping at chapter 10. Uh, and we're going to talk about what all happens. Uh, Maybe I'll we're gonna grow up with our heroine. I'll figure years. out what a dart is. Are we, is it like a dart for a dart you figure Don't out, tell me. You figure out what a dart is within the first couple of pages. Oh, sick. Okay. All yeah, right. we're getting into that Good. real quick. Because I didn't All know right. either. I had no clue what that meant. And so I was like, that's a weird title. Knowing nothing about the book, I kind of think it's just like somebody named Kushiel and they play a lot of darts at their local pub. I'm There is someone I'm named Kushiel. Oh! And... I, I I'm not going to go any further any further than that. Just is yet. there a pub? Um, sure. There's lots of pubs. Sick. All right. Listen, yeah. we have an email address. Wabah podcast at gmail.com. Send us them advertising queries. Send us those spooky stories. Put spooky in the subject line, or we'll probably miss it. Uh, we have a Facebook, which amateur hour. Instagram at which bitch amateur hour. Twitter at bitch hour. Uh. <laughs> Damn, that was a throwback. Uh, yeah, and a mailing address, P.O. Box 865. Hey, 765. 75103. <laughs> wow. Wow. All right. I. Can you take me? Hi. Hi. I am about to shove my nose back into those sweet pages um oh that's right you gotta you gotta bounce you gotta go read i gotta i gotta get to rocking and rolling brosif dude this is such an easy my notes such such an easy uh season of simp cap for me 
It is. It is very easy for you. But yeah. I am excited to watch you follow along this story from my telling mm. a lot. I have mm. to make sure I got to do it. And that's the thing. I'm going to make this harder on myself than necessary, because if I don't do this story justice, I will consider it a grievous failure. So, like, it's <laughs> got to be done properly. I've been trying to think of ways that I could, like, upkeep some, uh, like, do something for this. And I was like, you know what? Every time there's a character, I'm going to write down the description of them, and then I'm going to try to do a drawing of them. I love that in idea. My, in my absolutely bad drawing style. I love that we'll idea. See. Big fan. Um, mm. I I also, I think you will be helping a lot if you ask questions. You know, yes. like if I, if you ask the question, you are the, you're the, you're everybody. You're the listeners. So yes. you are playing their I'm role. The Ask any questions, yeah, that mm. you that mm. you want, mm. um, and we can we'll we'll get through this story together, together, together. I'm so excited! All right. Uh, well, in that case, you better go get reading, and uh, I, yeah, I don't know, man. I'll do dishes or something. Okay. All right, then everybody, if you're showing up for Simp Cap, see you tomorrow. Okay. Mm. So we're gonna mm. see you tomorrow. Mm. We're gonna talk about things and uh, until then fucking goodbye I guess Kushiel out oh wow.